fixes the system, Neil. That system is our enemy. When you're inside, you look around, what do you see? Businessmen, teachers, lawyers, carpenters. The very minds of the people we are trying to save. But until we do, these people are still a part of that system, and that makes them our enemy. You have to understand, most of these people are not ready to be unplugged. And many of them are so inert, so hopelessly dependent on the system, that they will fight to protect it. Were you listening to me, Neo? Or were you looking at the woman in the red dress? Welcome to uh, Defeating Distraction Radio. Ignore the woman in the red dress. Welcome to the Mark Kreslin Show here, live on the Crusade Channel, part of the Veritas Radio Network Radio, the way it should be. That's right, we are live Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Central Time to 8 a.m. Central Time, followed by my good friend Mike Church host of the Mike Church Show, and as a live call-in program, you can always call us by simply pressing the buttons, uh, 844-527-8723 on your smartphone, and that'll connect you with our Louisiana studio, we'll get you in line to get you on the air. Um, after my uh, good friend Mike Church, host of the Mike Church Show, concludes 11-ish, uh, my good friend Suzanne Sherman hosts uh, the Suzanne Option. She comes up at 12 and goes live till 1 today. So uh, we've got live programming today for you all the way to the 1 o'clock hour. You will want to stay tuned. Uh, you can read what's on my mind over at my website, markkreslins.com. You can email me through that website, mark at markkreslins.com. Please go to my Facebook page, Facebook slash The Mark Kreslin Show. And while you're there, please like the page. It's another way for us to stay in contact with each other. You can also follow me over at Twitter at uh, Mark Kreslin's. Uh, I'm glad you joined us here this morning, folks. Got a lot of ground to cover. I did not watch, as I said I was going to yesterday, uh, the Democrat abortion fest yesterday. But I did catch a clip from... One of the speakers there, uh, the president of NARAL. And folks, you know, let me see if I can find this speech, actually. Um, it is, it is, I can't even, you know, you can no longer say things are distressing or disgusting. Uh, because you can only say that so many times. And, you know, uh, at some point you just realize that uh, it's really bad. Um and you just have to accept um, that, you know, it's, I, t- I talk about it in terms of the movie, The Black Hawk Down, and, and, uh, and here it is. I talk about it in terms of The Black Hawk Down. Remember the movie, and there's a point where the helicopter gets shot, and it looks like they may be able to rescue it. He's not quite sure his, that his tail rotor has been shot off yet. Um, and so he's talking to the commander saying, yeah, I think I've got it under control. I think I've got it under control. And, and then eventually the rotor spins off the back of the aircraft and he's going down and you hear the famous, you know, the Black Hawk down, Black Hawk down. And it's down, it's crashed. And uh, nobody is, is saying, well, let's go ahead and bring out a new rotor and see if we can't attach it to the back of the, of the, of the aircraft and get it back in the air and fly away. <clears throat> Uh, they just accepted the fact that it's down. 
they dealt with the reality of the situation is down. They didn't live in a fantasy land that we can fly this thing back out. Well, I uh, apply that same thinking to the culture being down. It is down. And you, we cannot pretend to believe we can fly this culture back up into um, what we believe it was back in uh, nostalgic days of Mayberry RFD. It's not going back up there, folks. It is down. It is crashed. <clears throat> and you need no more evidence than this uh, piece from last night's Democrat uh, abortion fest. Um, listen to this. Generation Texan. Texas women are tough. We approach challenges with clear eyes and full hearts. To succeed in life, all we need are the tools, the trust, and the chance to chart our own path. I was fortunate enough to have these things when I found out I was pregnant years ago. I wanted a family, but it was the wrong time. I made the decision that was best for me, to have an abortion and get compassionate care at a clinic in my own community. Do you see how disgusting that is, folks? Think about that. This is, this is the great American exceptionalism, folks, right there. And Christians, don't deny you're not affected by it as well. I did what was best for me. I did what was best for me. This is the great problem, Christians especially. The belief system that we are to follow, laid down by our Savior and the apostles in the New Testament, often runs counter to Americanism. And we are faced routinely with a choice of which we will obey. Sadly, we are more American than we are Christian. And that's just the facts, friends. There's all kinds of data points out there to prove it, that as a Christian community, we are largely not very much different than the secular community. I'll get into that later in the show. But I wanted to provide evidence here this morning that the Black Hawk is down, that the culture is down. At a 5 o'clock broadcast last night, I did not see it live, but I saw this on my Facebook page. Um, Lisa Hodges, uh, who is the president apparently of NARAL, Pro-Choice America, stood up in front of uh, millions of people and proudly, there's no shame in this woman's face. There's no shame in her voice. There's only arrogance and defiance and me. And stood up and proudly said she wasn't ready uh, to have a family and she did what was best for me. Does there need to be any other evidence that the culture is down. Once a large enough people figure out or agree that the culture is down, then perhaps we can begin to discuss strategies to how to reclaim, save, uh, protect, whatever you want to call it, what little bit that's left that may be protectable. 
a lot of Christians are just throwing their hands up and saying, well, it's over, the rapture's coming, or the end is coming, or persecution's coming. Let's just give up. It's time to, you know, uh, time to just join what has been thousands of years of church persecution. I get that to some degree. I think it's premature. But then again, as you, if you've listened to my show for any length of a time, you've come to the conclusion rather quickly, I'm not interested in trying to save the nation. Number one, I don't believe we're a nation. So I don't look at America as some monolithic group of people like, French, like the French or the Chinese or the Indians. We are supposed to be a union, so I look at it as a union. I look at it as 50 separate, sovereign, and distinct states. I am focused on trying to see if we can save a few states because I have accepted the reality that the Black Hawk is down, the culture is down. There's no reason to think that it can be flown back out again. We just need to, all we need to do is, Kresler's, all we need to do is restore the Constitution. Will you get on board with the rest of mainstream conservative talk radio and start promoting the need to restore the Constitution? Kresler's, I get that we've been saying that for 40 years, and I know that we we don't even know what that means, but it just sounds good. You're doom and gloom over there, your stupid radio program, talking about the Black Hawk down, the culture's down, we can't change this. The Constitution doesn't matter. Your stuff like that is depressing. We want to be hopeful because we're the me generation and we want to feel good about the future. Kreslins, we've got second homes to buy. We've got trips to take to Europe. We've got kids we've got to get through uh, college or we've got to plan for college. We've got new cars. We've got a big... Kreslins, our house is only 2,800 square feet. We need a 4,000-square-foot home. Kreslins, can you be a little bit up? Can you please get back to Ronald Reagan, the future is bright, or morning in America, whatever that speech was? Can you please just get back to that? Can you stop with your depressing, fact-based coverage of our culture? That's not where we want to be. We want hope. And you're not giving us any. You're not telling us that the nation can become a Christian nation again. We know that it probably never was, but that's not the point. Kreslins, if you would just get on board to the realities. We are a feelings-based culture. We don't care about facts. Heck, we don't even know facts. So why would we believe in something we don't even know? You think the public you think you think my kids went through the public education system and came out with facts? No, that's not how it's done, Kreslin. Do you think we told our kids facts? How can we tell our kids facts when we don't even know the facts? Kreslin, this is about feelings. We are about feeling good about ourselves. That is the new uh, virtue of America. We have to feel... Why do you think... Kreslin, did you ever stop and figure out why they made up the idea of ADD and ADHD and QR7 and 9... 22 and BAA, all these other acronyms. Do you have any idea why people are diagnosed with all kinds of uh, calamities these days that typically are resolved by some drug? 
Krausen's because it's about how we feel. So we're backed up by you know hundreds of thousands of psychiatrists and psychologists who are out there telling us that the most important thing is that we feel good about ourselves. So why do we want to listen to your stupid show where you talk about facts that the culture is down? We want hope. We don't care if it's unfounded hope. We just want hope. So get off, get off this woman on uh, the DNC last night. Yes, we know that it's evidence that it is as bad as we think it is. But we can, you know, Kreslins, we have this incredible ability here in America to ignore reality. We've been trained to do it our entire lives. We've been trained to believe that success is measured in what we have. Uh, not the quality of our families or the quality of our marriages. That's not important. Can you pull up in my street and see a couple of new, newer cars, maybe new cars? Can I be constantly upgrading from a 1,200-square-foot home to a 2,000-square-foot home to a 3,000? Can I brag about my European vacations? Can I, can I brag about, oh, yeah, we're going to Italy this year? Can I tell? Can I drop little hints like that? Can I? Can I make sure everybody knows that I got that new promotion and my my salary just ticked over into a hundred thousand dollars a year? Kreslins, that's what's important today. Not what this woman says. We recognize abortions going on. Yeah, even as Christians, we'll say it's bad. We will agree, Kreslins, that it's bad. We will. We will agree that the church has been complicit in this. But don't ask us to do anything about it. That might disrupt our bigger plans, which are to get stuff. I wish you would just get on with that, Kreslins. I wish you would just get where everybody else is and stop this silly crusade you're on. I might actually invite friends to listen to your goofy show because there's some things you say I actually like. But when you get off on these tracks here, I don't know, Kreslins, are you paying attention to Shoutcast? I hope you understand that your numbers go down when you start down this because that's not what we want to hear. We want we are we are ordering from the McDonald's of radio. And you know what? We don't just have McDonald's to go to. We can go to Burger King, we can go to Subway of Radio, we can go to um Taco uh Taco Bell of Radio. Kreslins, you're not the only uh you're not the only show on right now. Art Bell is on right now. Heck, we can listen to replays of Laura. So if you will just get with the program, become like everybody else, then maybe we'll invite our friends over to listen to you. But if you're going to insist on pointing out um, the gloom and doom, you're not going to give us any hope. Well, Kreslins, we've had about enough of that. We've, we'll, we'll, we'll hang in there for one more show. But if you keep this baloney up, I'm going over to McDonald's of radio. I'm going back to McDonald's. And your little greasy spoon over there that serves eight people a day, uh, you can keep serving those eight people. I'm going back where everybody else is. Um, so, Kreslin, just get on with it. Ignore this lady. Yes, we know she uh, didn't quite have a primetime slot, but she had a pretty important slot in the Democratic National Convention. And, yes, she's very proud of the fact that she had an abortion because she's a strong Texan woman. Folks, you know, I'll, I'm going <clears> to <throat> tell you the truth. Until the cows come home. I'm not going to <clears throat> just tell you what you want to hear. Uh, I'm going to talk about what needs to be talked about. And the reality of our situation. We are a decadent, debaucherous culture. It is down. The evil side is winning. 
do we need more evidence than this woman, what's her name again, uh, Elise Hogue, who is president of NARAL, Pro-Choice America. Let's listen again to what she says. I wanted a family, but it was the wrong time. I made the decision that was best for me to have an abortion and get compassionate care at a clinic in my own community. Now, years later, my husband and I are parents to two incredible children. My story is not unique. We order kids like donuts. I don't want a donut right now um, because it's not good for my figure, but I'll, I'll get a couple of uh, glazed uh, donuts here in a couple of years when we're more ready. When I'm more ready to start packing on the calories, I'll get a couple of more donuts then. About one in three American women have abortions by the age of 45. If that statistic is right, which I don't know that it is or isn't, my guess is it'll get fact-checked at some point. But if one in three American women in hashtag the American Union have had an abortion by the age 45, shame on you women. Shame on you. You know, I started yesterday. I'm not letting women off the hook on this. I am no longer going to define them as the victim of an abortion. They are not. There's one victim. It's that baby that gets torn apart. You see how you see how clever we are in excusing our own <clears throat> our own behavior. Oh, come on, Kreslin's a woman's a victim here. Oh, really? Why? Call me at eight four four five two seven eight seven two three. Why is she the victim? Why do we take our eyes off the true victim here? She's making a choice, just like that. Uh, disgusting male creature, and I cannot call him a man, who decided to bed that woman. I refuse to call uh, people who have uh, male genitalia men just because they have male body parts. And, uh, all right, thanks, Mike. Uh, Mike, what is the number? Do you know? Besides, without reading this article. Uh, well, okay. I'll read it during the break. Um, the um, I, I also condemn... Hey, Mark. And, yes. Anytime you get a stat that's from the Guttmacher Institute, you should probably run from it anyways. Is that where she's probably quoting and the there Guttmacher? Was, that's two Guttmacher Institute studies. Um, okay. The uh, CDC number is 16.9 out of every 1,000 pregnancies, 2000, okay. uh, 2008. Yep. Uh, so that's not, it's not even close to one in three, no, and you're right. No, if, right. If, if one out of every three of our mothers and daughters is out there whacking their kids, please, God, flood us. Yeah. <laughs> Send the Mike, comment down today. Don't wait. Yeah. I, I I marvel at his patience, Mike. I really do. Uh, I, I I'm I just mean, listening to you, and I'm just boiling with rage again. I know. Well, this is like both. the third time in a week that you've got me pounding the desk here, going like, <laughs> "It's not right. It's not right. It's not right." Right. Right. Well, until we swear off meism, Mike, we ain't going to change anything because that's. I mean, her statement in the beginning was exactly right. It wasn't right for me. That's how we view everything today. 
Did that baby get any consideration nope. in their nope. decision? Nope. It's a, a it's a term that we that we uh, it's a um, phenomenon that we deal with in philosophy, and uh, it's 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 when the individual becomes um, becomes uh, it, it, it's not freedom, it's licensed. Yeah. There's a difference between freedom and licentiousness. Sure. Yep. And uh, this is licentiousness because uh, all, right, all actions have to have a good purpose. And then, right. Even the Greek pagan philosopher sure. uh, Plato said, "All actions, all man's actions, have uh, have, have good in mind. He does them because he thinks they're good." Um, when you when you're so disordered that you think killing your kids is good, uh, like I said, send a comment today. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Well, I appreciate the article, brother. Thanks for sending that along. So I want to read from this article real quick. It says, in the 2011 estimate, broke out to 16.9 abortions for every 1,000 women aged 15 to 44, the researchers wrote. And, um, and so, um, well, I don't even think I had that right. So whatever the number is, if it's one, it's too many. Can we just agree to that? And we know it's a lot, lot more than one. We know that somewhere between 700,000 and a million babies are going to be slaughtered in hashtag the American Union this year. That's just the fact. I mean, those are just collectible facts. The CDC does track this stuff. Let's go back to uh, the proud, the arrogant, uh, Lise Hogue, uh, talking about the miracle of abortion in her life. The majority are mothers just trying to take care of the families they already have. You see, it's not as simple as bad girls get abortions and good girls have families. We are the same women at different times in our lives, each making decisions that are best for us. And this is American exceptionalism. Oh, yeah, we're proud to be American. Yeah, folks... This was live on TV last night. This is not some obscure speech in some uh, uh, Marriott hotel uh, conference room where a bunch of pro-choice women got together and decided to scratch each other's back. This was broadcast live last night at the 2016 abortion fest called the Democrat National Convention. Now, before you Republicans get all haughty and think so highly of yourself because you didn't invite Elise to speak at your convention, what have you done to stop it? As I said yesterday, on at least two occasions in my lifetime, the Republicans have had all the power necessary, the control in Washington, D.C., to, at a minimum, send the abortion debate back to the states. Did they do it? Answer is no. So before, excuse me, you Republicans listen to this and say, well, that didn't happen in our convention. In many ways, more shame on Republicans. You had the power to stop what you claim you're against and you didn't do it. These people at least tell you they you give us power. We're going to have more abortions. So, uh, you Republicans, let's not be so haughty to think, uh, oh, well, we didn't do as bad as she did. If we want families to succeed, we start by empowering women. Give us accurate information and access to health care. Keep policy. 
politicians out of our business when we're not ready to parent and support us when we are. Do you get that? Did you hear what whoa, she whoa, just said? Whoa, whoa. Did you hear that? Well, it's, it's, she said, get out of our lives when we don't want to have a family, but get involved and support us when we do have a family. That is so ridiculous. To say is that, that not one of the most ridiculous statements you've ever you, heard? You know what the accurate information is? A baby's being ripped apart. Yeah. A life, yeah. Leave us alone. Leave us alone when we want to rip our babies apart. But give us tax benefits, family, medical leave, and planning, whatever that stupid bill was Clinton signed. Give us, give us all kinds of benefits, government. Be there for us after we make a decision to have a family and give us free stuff. But before, when we want to rip our babies apart, get out of our way. And, and the cheers. You can't ever dismiss the cheers in the audience cheers. when this woman says the things that she says. Folks, there is no shame at all anymore. You are not allowed to feel guilty anymore. We have applied the salve of feeling good, of meism to ourselves in buckets. We've greased ourselves up with a and slathered meism on ourselves to the degree now that somebody can get up in front of a quote unquote national audience and proudly proclaim that she had an abortion because it wasn't right for her at that point. We've slathered that grease of selfishness and meism on us to such thickness that nothing we can say anything now. There is nothing off limits. There are no societal taboos. Nothing is off limits now, folks. Anything can and anything is being said and done. If she didn't want a baby, then she should have used that contraception she was talking so highly about. Right. Well, yeah. Well, at a minimum, I guess. Uh, I'd prefer uh, to just regain, and I know you would too, Christopher, some kind of uh, moral culture to live in. I would prefer that, where we just resurrect taboos, where there's societal pressures to not do certain things. Oh, this is America. That's right. This is the this is this is this is the exceptionalism. Christians, you should stop using that term. You should stop wanting to export this stuff anywhere. This is uh you want to see the downfall of a culture? Well, watch what's going on right here in hashtag the American Union. Watch what's going on right here. And hashtag the American Union. Watch that. I'll put it up in my video, uh, my, uh, web, my uh, Facebook page today. Um, and you can see, you can watch the whole uh, speech in its full splendor. This occurred last night, folks. Live at the abortion fest <clears throat> we refer to as the democrat national convention and you're going and we're going to run around and say oh all we need to do is restore the constitution yeah that that'll fix things creslins you just watch when we get that constitution fully restored someday uh i bet you she won't say this stuff anymore i bet you people like that will just 
change their mind. Now, we're a country, we're a people. Maybe we are a people. Maybe I'm going to back up a little bit and retract my statement that we're not a people like the uh, Chinese are or like the Indians are or like the Jews are. Maybe we are a people, and and what defines us is our our seemingly gravitational pull towards the lowest common denominator of humankind. We're just animals now. We resist guilt. We resist anything that makes us feel embarrassed or shameful. Nothing is off limits anymore. Yet, Christians, turn to 2 Corinthians 7, 9. Read this verse. I now rejoice, says the Apostle Paul, not that you were made sorrowful, but that you were made sorrowful to the point of repentance. For you were made sorrowful according to the will of God, so that you might not suffer loss in anything through us. And he goes on to say that sorrow leads to repentance, and repentance leads to zeal for righteousness. Ah, we can't feel guilty about anything, Kreslitz. We've got it. We we are we want what we want. Stop trying to hold us to some biblical idea, some concept about selflessness. No, we want to talk about what we can get. If, if I'm not ready to have a baby and i got to tear that baby apart, well, then that guess what? That baby's getting torn apart. This is, what, this is the culture you have when you remove taboos, when you remove societal shame, when you, when you take pills to not feel bad, when you drug your children because you can't parent them. Yeah, I said it. Hey, I've been around long enough, folks, to see how this game is played. There's an article I'm going to get to here uh, after this break, and it's, a pa- it's paper-clipped to a whole bunch of articles I've been collecting the last few months talking about the coming Christian collapse. Rod Dreher's got one over today at uh, the American Conservative. Well, actually, it's from a few days ago. Yeah, uh, about 10 days ago. <clears throat> I just had it attached to a bunch of other articles here that I have never gotten to. Um, there's another article here titled, uh, Another Study Confirms Christianity is Fading in America. Another one that says... Uh, Americans skeptical of God, but think heaven is real somehow. <laughs> okay, we don't believe in God, but we, um, but we somehow believe. that would be that would be the American concept of God, of uh, of Christianity of heaven. We have a heaven, but we don't want a God that lives there. We we're we're the God of our own heaven, Kreslis. Don't you understand? When you die, you go to your own heaven that you want, and that four thousand square foot home you couldn't get on the planet Earth, you get there. Another article typed. Uh, titled 2015 sees sharp rise in post-Christian population. Folks, the data is clear. We lost. Why? Because we spent more time mimicking the culture than we did following Jesus Christ. That's just a fact. My wife and I I don't know, I keep saying 20 years ago, maybe 25 years ago now, began to realize that we were more American than we were Christian. 
And we began a process of repenting, of changing our thinking on those things. That's what repentance means in the Greek, to change your thinking. We have will, right? I think we still, well, maybe not. You know what? (laughs) I'm going to rephrase my thinking on this. Maybe we don't have free will anymore. Maybe, Maybe like the evolutionists continue to banter about, we are nothing more than a higher form of animal. And uh, yet, and as animals, we just operate on instinct. We don't really have a higher self. We don't have the ability to self-correct. We don't have the ability to control ourselves. We're just like the, we're just like, we're kind of like the monkeys out there. We don't really, we, we just operate on instinct here. You know, we want to hook up. We're bored one Friday night. Ah, you know, I, I had this article here. Here it is. I was going to get to this. No, I just didn't. It's titled, What Distinguishes Humans from Other Animals? Uh, there is a big push to say uh, not much. <laughs> After all, we just all came from a single-cell amoeba uh, it, you know, that came in on some crystal, as Richard Dawkins likes to suggest. We're just animals. Crystals, we're just a, f- a higher form of animals. We have more cognitive ability, but heck, the, the dolphins, they, they think too. They just haven't evolved to where they can talk to us yet, or we can talk to them. You see, folks, when you accept the premise of a lot of this stuff, and I know most, most people don't know how to give a defense for creation, and they fall prey all the time to evolution, or even now theistic evolution, because you, you don't know how to defend yourself. In an argument, you just typically run away from it, or and then eventually, okay, well, maybe they're right. Maybe we are just animals. <laughs> and as we continue our decline into the animal kingdom, like the one in the jungle, uh, perhaps uh, we are. Hookup isn't, a, isn't that bad of a thing. You know, how many times did we hear about Bill Clinton? The reason he needed to have sex with all those women was because he was an alpha male. And, and biologically, that's what alpha males do, Kreslins. Don't try to hold Bill Clinton to some higher standard. That's what alpha males do. That's actually a good thing for them to hook up with as many women as they can. We, we're not even embarrassed by that anymore. There's no shame. Shame is gone in our community. It's been gone, and it didn't just happen under Obama's administration either. Shame has been removed from the culture a long time ago. A long time ago. So one of those uh, self-imposed restraints on a culture is gone. There's no more, there's no embarrassment about anything. I mean, I I suppose if, you know, well, I don't know. Like I said yesterday, uh, in a couple of decades, pedophilia is going to be acceptable. I'm telling you, it's coming. The genie's out of the bottle. I'm going to tell you this with 100% certainty. If a genie can be put back into the bottle, it's going to be at a very small scale. You're not putting it back in across hashtag the nation. Get that idea of nation out of your head. That's part of the matrix cable that is plugged in the back of your head. You, you are not part of a nation. 
Stop trying to save the nation. Try to save your county. No, Kreslins, we are USA, USA. We got it. We're going to show them ISIS guys. We're going to put Trump in there and he is going to get them. And we're going to we're going to feel good about our saber rattling. That's what we're going to feel good about. We're going to ignore the million babies that are torn apart. We're going to ignore her comments at the DNC last night that she's proud to have had an abortion. Folks, there is no embarrassment. There's no more shame. Those taboos that hold societies together. Anybody can marry anybody now. Anybody, I mean, it doesn't even matter. Forget, forget marriage at this point. People can do what they want to do, and nobody is going to say anything, with the exception of perhaps knocking an old lady over in the street and uh, kicking her. But I'm not even sure that would be that bad anymore. I think we'd probably try to figure out what was wrong with the guy that knocked her over and kicked her. What was, what was wrong with his life? How did he get to the point where he decided to knock that old lady over? If the old lady hadn't been there, she wouldn't have gotten knocked over. It's her fault. Folks, it goes right back to what I said earlier. You women, you're not off the hook on this. You walked into that clinic volitionally. Nobody made you go into that clinic. You laid down on that table and you allowed that doctor to kill that baby. You're not the victim here. Knock it off. You claim you're a woman and you are strong and you are proud, then own up to your own side of this equation. You did this. The victim in the abortion story is not the woman, it's not the doctor, it's not the dirtbag guy. The victim is that tiny little baby. You see how we obfuscate about that? Christians, you do it too. You make the woman the victim. No, she's not. The victim is that baby. That's the reality of where we are, folks. We come back from this break. I'm going to get to this article by Rod Rare. I'll get it up on my Facebook page. The coming Christian collapse. I would say it's collapsed. The data is out there that we're not a whole lot different than the culture around us. But right now, if you like what you're listening to here on the Mark Kreslin Show, and let me check uh, Shoutcast and see how many people actually do. <laughs> I'm going to predict there's not very many. Oh, well, we're down a little bit than normal, but you know what? I don't know. I'll leave that for another show. Um, if you like, but if you like what you're listening to and you think this is helpful, uh, then become a Founders Past member today and get the, help us get this message out by becoming a Founders Past member. 23 cents a day, that's all it'll cost you. 23 cents a day to become a Founders Past member. And if you do so here in the month of July, you only got a couple of days left. We're going to ship you an autographed copy of Humility of Heart, a book that Mike promotes quite frequently on his show, the Mike Church Show. And uh, you'll get not only that book, you'll get it autographed by Mike Church himself. 
So if you become a Founders Pass member here in the month of July, just a few days left, we're going to ship you one of those books. On top of that, if you become a founding father or a crusader, or you make a $500 cash donation to our monthly crowdfunding campaign, you're going to get a beautiful, handmade, handcrafted, wooden kitchen cutting board from McClureBlock.com. McClureBlock.com. In fact, if you need to order any wood countertops, wood tables, anything related to upgrading your home, then uh, please go to McClureBlock.com. Check out what they have there. They do some really beautiful stuff there. And uh, and I would choose them, especially since they sponsor the Veritas Radio Network. Uh, so don't forget that if you become a Founders Pass member today, you get a free book, Humility of Heart. If you become a founding father or a crusader or make a $500 cash donation to our monthly crowdfunding campaign, you're going to get uh, the book and a beautiful handmade wooden kitchen cutting board. Don't put it off. You've only got a few days left here in the month of July. So please join our crusade and become a Founders Pass member today by going to VeritasRadioNetwork.com forward slash join or call 866-483-3833. That's 866-483-3833. This is the Mark Reslin Show on the Crusade Channel, part of the Veritas Radio Network. Radio the way it should be.